Spirit Radio Podcasts. Well, at Croke Park on Saturday night at the Festival of Families, uh, a video was played of a young man from a Christian village in the Nineveh Plains in Iraq searching through the wreckage after he'd been liberated from three years of ISIS occupation and his village was uh, just a pile of rubble. But in the video he says how grateful he is to people around the world who have prayed so much for his community to have, and have contributed uh, to help rebuild his house. Now this uh, video was a stark reminder of the desperate suffering of Christian communities in some parts of the world. Our next guest was responsible for organising uh, an exhibition at the World Meeting of Families focusing on this issue and of course involved in that video as well. On the line to tell us more we have Michael Kinsler, a National Director of Aid to the Church in Need uh, here in Ireland. Michael, you're so welcome to the show. It's well, great to be with you, thank you so much. Not at all. It's easy uh, here in Ireland for us to take uh, religious freedom for granted, isn't it? But uh, your exhibition at the RDS yes, was reminding us of something else. Well, yes, it's to really remind people that for the majority of history, for the majority of Christians, there has been persecution and bloodshed and martyrdom. And this really has been what is what constitutes normality for their daily lives. And I wanted to showcase to Irish people that actually it isn't so long ago that we were suffering from persecution under the penal laws, that it was only a few generations ago that even the act of blessing oneself or reciting the rosary or attending mass was a capital crime. So we aren't far removed from suffering and persecution ourselves. Uh, and so the, the point I made to the great Steve Johnson as well when he visited, very kindly visited our exhibition, was that people are still being thrown to the lions in the Colosseum. People mm. are still living in the catacombs. So the point behind the exhibition was to educate and form people of the reality of Christian persecution worldwide. Mm. And the exhibition, you had uh, a, a refugee tent there, didn't you? And uh, drawings uh, that children were putting up. What, what would you bring if you had to flee? What would you take with you? Uh, I yeah, saw some of those pictures. Yeah. And it's yeah. powerful stuff when you really ask those questions of yourself. If I was in that situation, what would I do? What would I bring with me? It's, it's striking. This is true. And uh, Jody and the UNHCR, they were very, very kind in... Uh, donating the tent to us, but really this uh, this was to highlight the fact that actually a lot of people living their faith under fire still have to get on with their daily lives. They still have to cook, they still have to educate their children, they still have to go to their jobs, and really at a moment's notice they may have to up sticks and leave. And uh, so people living their faith under fire, and you saw the tent yourself, it was about uh, six meters by four meters and there's families of about 10 kids live in, those, live in these. Now, uh, they, they, now, I have to say as well that we were incredibly lucky with the volunteers we had that were able to do justice in educating the visitors that were there about the, the reality under which people live. So, yes, um, the, the tent was, I suppose it was a narrative in itself. I think it provided people with the type of, um, the type of story that wouldn't normally be told. When you just see an empty tent, uh, actually, this was to highlight, actually, really, the conditions under which people live, however desperate, however terrible, yeah, they still have to get on with their daily lives. Mm. And, you know, the big picture of a bombed-out church, artefacts from churches that have been used for, for uh, target practice, you know, the chalices, you know, shot oh, to yeah. pieces and mm. so on. I mean, these things are, as you were saying before, the reminders of uh, the kind of life that's lived... 
uh, elsewhere in the world. But I mean, it's it's sometimes hard to put ourselves in other people's uh, shoes. Did you find that um, those coming into the space were very struck by these uh, these sort of visual cues? Well, we were singularly lucky in that, or blessed indeed, that we were able to showcase a number of artifacts that were rescued from previously ISIS taken over churches uh, across Karakash and the uh, Syrian part of Iraq. And they were using these sacramentals as target practice. And one of the, the highlights of the exhibition, I think, for, for me at a personal level, was one of the chalices that had been used in mass had been shot through with a bullet. Mm. And it really got me to think there's a, a kind of a, poetic, a, a poetry to it, because if Christ came today, what would he be martyred by? by a bullet, probably as well. And so we had the backdrop of the Church of Karakosh and uh, the engagements that we had from people, they were truly arrested. Uh, they were genuinely stopped in their tracks. And it wasn't to be a motive, but it was to show the fact that, you know, we should not take religious freedom for granted. That, you know, the churches that we have, the beautiful churches and beautiful Christian communities that we have across Ireland, it really is the blood of the martyrs that is being shed across in Iraq or in, or in Asia um, or in South America, wherever it may happen to be, that keeps the show on the road. Their witness keeps the show on the road. Yeah, and uh, speaking of the show on the road, I mean, it was, I think, it could, the video uh, from the Nineveh planes in Iraq uh, had some encouragement to it, you know, some some signs of life returning to those those areas. Can you tell us a little bit more? Absolutely, Dominic. And I, one thing I would I would impress upon your listeners is that please do visit the ACN website, or indeed the World Meeting of Families website, and very soon you'll see the videos that were showcasing the likes of the stories of uh, Father Ragid Ghani, who was martyred 10 years ago, and his family spoke in Croke Park. But they gave a story of hope, of love, of forgiveness. They truly were conveying the heart of the Christian message love one another as I have loved you. And I met them myself. They were uh, breathtakingly beautiful people and wonderful ambassadors for the Christian faith, I have to say, as well. Mm. Um, I mean, when we speak about ambassadors for the Christian faith, Michael, I suppose mm. it's a calling that uh, which could, could and should be on all of our hearts. I mean, sure, what, sure. what do you think, uh, what would you ask uh, you know, those who are moved by all this to do at this stage? Well, Anybody who's listening, take a moment, reflect upon the fact that when you get up, get dressed, have breakfast with your families, and think about those things which may be annoyances that impinge upon your day. And whether you go to, to Mass or not, think about those things, but then think about what actually impedes people from going to Mass in the likes of Iraq. <coughs> Excuse me. These people are threatened, cajoled, humiliated, persecuted, hunted, uh, and martyred simply for blessing themselves. And so it really does provide a perspective on how we live our lives and how quickly and how brutally those, uh, those religious freedoms can be taken away. So if you were, what the whole point behind the exhibition, as I say, was to put these things in perspective and provide people with a form, an education so that whenever they go out into the wider world and they engage with people who maybe don't know about the church and don't know about Christ's mission to the world, that they can actually come 
informed and say, yes, actually, the majority of Christians for the majority of time have been persecuted, that Christians are actually the single most persecuted group of peoples on the planet. Um, over 90% of religious persecution across the planet takes place against Christians. So just inform, just to inform oneself, to educate oneself about the history of the Church, and indeed the future of the Church as well, because the way things are going in, in Western Europe, we cannot say we're immune. In a sense, there's the red martyrdom of uh, the Middle East and of Asia, but there's also the white martyrdom acro happening across in in the Western world as well, where people are losing their jobs, where people are bullied, harassed, cajoled for maybe blessing themselves before they even before they say grace. You know, these little things, and it starts with the little things as well. But it's so important that we convey our identity and our sense of meaning and hope in the world, even in those little things like blessing oneself. Well, Michael, it's uh, fascinating to hear you talk about it and uh, well done on all the, the great work uh, thank you. you're doing. So hope to speak to you again soon. And, uh, looking to find forward out more, to it. Looking forward to it. ACNIreland.org is the place uh, to go. That's yes. right, isn't it? And God, and can I say thank you to all our volunteers as well who joined mm. us and thank you for everyone who visited the exhibition and God bless you all. <laughs> That's Michael Kitzler. Thank you so much, Michael, for joining us. National Director of Aid to the Church in Need, uh, Ireland. And uh, that website again, acnireland.org. Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie.